infinite ammo. The chopper. Oh, Hi. hello everyone, and welcome to the episodic discussion. <laughs> this time on the Sega Dreamcast. What's up? Yo, Did you give us a document. I just linked it to you. Not Grotus. ten seconds. We're off to a perfect Everybody. start already. No, 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 no. I'm using that as an intro. Fuck it. Let's begin. <laughs> We're totally professional, guys. We are totally professional. Yes. Yep. <laughs> professional is short for fuck it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. All right, I'm gonna love people to introduce themselves. All right, so Tomika, what's up? Hi, my name is DJ, also known as DJ Plays. I run a YouTube channel called DJ Plays. I live in Singapore, and as such, I am one of the probably only Singaporean YouTubers on YouTube. I'm pretty sure that statement is false, but don't quote me on that. I've been YouTubing for about four years now, and I've got a small community of like 400 or so dead accounts that I'm pretty proud of, and that's about it. Alright, perfect. Grotus. Yo, I'm Alpha Grotus, the Overlord Frog, as we all know. Yes. I haven't seen in these podcasts for quite a while because I have a busy, busy life. Um, yes. On YouTube, with uh, my uh, two different channels, Frogface and Alpha Grotus. And I'm from Sweden. That's pretty much Hey-o. half the podcast. <laughs> Inferno, how are you doing? Hello, I'm Inferno Dragon three four three. I do things on the tubers and the twitches. I think tubers is going down the drain, <laughs> kind of is, and there's so much migration. Could could those people just get the part time gerbs already? Seriously, Patreon is already stacked enough. Go away. And I'm one of the only Murricans here, so it's like I'm invading. It's kind of like. <laughs> all right, right, all right. Slightly off topic here. Is this how you introduce yourself? <laughs> no, this is how I introduce myself when I freaking wake up earlier than I used to. All right, perfect. <laughs> I need it. He's drink. also a, 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 an A regular, so yeah, that's fun. I need a drink. That's what I need. <laughs> all right, go get your drink. <laughs> Italian, what's up? I I am the Italian stallion. Don't take the name in vain. I am American. Um, <laughs> I'm the other. Gonna talk the American with the Italian accent. Hello, it's me, Mario. Woo-hoo. We lacked. <laughs> we lacked. Oh, no. uh, we okay, lacked. Any, uh, you any people, so we got a fake Italian. <laughs> any whore. Um, I run. I run, I have a channel on YouTube, Italian Stallion Three Thirty. I do a lot of. Um, uh, more comedic kind of takes on Nether Realm games. Like I pick a character, and then like let's say I don't know Liu Kang, and then whenever I hit a brutality, I play like a stupid song in the background because it's funny, haha jokes. All right, sweet. Hey dogs, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing fine. Uh, I've been away for quite some time as well because I just became a dad. And oh my god, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Oh my goodness. Oh god. He's yeah, yeah. Uh, he's badass vlogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm at YouTube and Twitch as vlogs game. Yes. 
Yo, Joe, what's up? Hello, everybody. I am the Lost Jojo. Um, I'm on Twitter on uh, the Lost Jojo as well. I'm a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure fan slash shit poster. Oh um, and I'm currently on YouTube, uh, Mr. Bastard Gamer. I'm doing a. I'm currently celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Fantasy Star series by playing through all the all the 2D RPGs all the way up to Fantasy Star 4 and Fantasy Star Online. I also do commentaries on weird, stupid people I see on the internet whenever I'm bored. But it was ideal. Uh, so like all of the other. I also play shit tons of Borderlands and Team Fortress 2. In fact, uh, if you play with me in TF2, I may or may not trick you into doing or saying stupid stuff over the mic for my amusement. <laughs> you may? All right. I mean, you don't need to trick me for that. I do that anyways. But anyway, that's, that's, that's besides uh... the point. Want to play TF2 later, Psycho? <laughs> <laughs> that's beside the point, though. All right, and also, I, I forgot to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Martin, uh, Psycho Render, whatever the fuck. You guys know Hi, me. Hi, whatever the fuck, I'm dead. Oh, hello! You guys know me by now. Hashtag professionalism. All right. <laughs> Get the guy everyone wants to die. <laughs> don't worry, we occasionally talk about video games. <laughs> Sometimes. Don't, don't, don't steal that. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. They didn't uh, trademark it. God damn it. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's let's begin here with uh, number one. All right. Let's begin with a little trip to the past as usual. What was what your first reaction was when discovering information about the Sega Dreamcast? What drew you in about the system? Making a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> Making <laughs> to be fair, I even forgot it existed until you asked me about it. <laughs> oh, no. This oh. is gonna be this is gonna be a short podcast today. Yeah, that's children. actually the same for me. As when, when we started this podcast, the first time I ever saw the Dreamcast when I, when I, I typed typed it in Google like forty minutes ago. Wow! Does no one remember this thing? Uh, I, I, I do. I do. I do. I fondly remember it, man. It's one of my I favorite I remember I remember receiving the Dreamcast as a kid and going, Sega made a console? Another <laughs> one? Besides the Genesis? Or, or Mega Drive? Because this is U, this is EU, so Mega Drive. <laughs> oh, ex right. See, I'm American. <laughs> I don't know Ooh. European. Us and our American names. Anyways, <laughs> anyone have a story? Um, yeah. How did you discover the system? Who's going um, first? I had it as a kid. That's how do you get it as a kid? I don't remember much from those days, but I remember having it in the house and me playing it a lot. All right. It wasn't Sonic uh, Adventure. It was freaking uh, Ready to Rumble Boxing. It was something on the demo disc or something like that that's the last thing i remember was the that was, was a good game by the way i think that demo um, disc also had it had some uh, zombie rail shooter on it was that house of the dead house of the yeah. dead yeah but i only got it through the dreamcast demo disc and yes it had demo discs not as good um, as playstation's demo discs but it had demo yeah discs. i uh, um who, uh, how i found it was um my buddy had my friend had one like 
when I was growing up. It was like years ago. And like, I think we played some kind of football game, one of the football games on it. And also, I think it was Virtua Cop. All right. Nice. Yeah, it was Virtual. Yeah, Virtual Cop. All right. Awesome. I take I take it we're going down the list for everyone. Yeah. I okay. So yeah, right. yeah, yeah. me and Martin are done. So Jojo, go ahead and tell your story. Um, <laughs> I first saw the Dreamcast when I went to um, cause I had this friend of mine from when I was in elementary, not elementary school, uh, high school, who had a lot of uh, systems and stuff. Like, he had an N64 or Super Nintendo, and he ended up getting a Dreamcast, and I was curious what it was like. I played Sonic Adventure on it, and now we hear, you know, Sonic characters talking, even though now it's kind of, now that we look at it now, the voice acting was kind of crap. But seeing all this, like, like the way they were making shapes with uh, the Chaos creature, I thought, like, the graphics were something that... I had never seen before, and I ended up getting a Dreamcast uh, uh, for Christmas in, I think, 20, 2000, 2001, I think, and I ended up playing a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, uh, Shenmue 1. They were just, like, I never touched my PlayStation ever again after, I mean, I, I, I never touched it very much after I got that Dreamcast, and... It was just so much fun, you know, learning up and down. Even after the system had failed in America, um, I ended up looking up all kinds of stuff about the import games, like all the cool games that we didn't get in America, like 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 Shenmue 2, we didn't get that until it was on the Xbox, but in Europe, that was on the Dreamcast. And, you know, we got all kinds of cool stuff for it. Like, like they had a perf- PC perfect port, at least gameplay-wise, of Quake 3. And you can oh, even yeah. plug a keyboard and mouse into the Dreamcast and play it, you know, like you should. And all the homebrew stuff, like I saw how you can play Doom, the original Doom on it, and emulators, all kinds of stuff. It was such a great system. So many good games for someone like me who likes those arcade, you know, arcadey feel games. So fun. Oh, and Dynamite oh. Cop is another one. Dynamite Cop was fun. I, I heard of that game. Pretty good. For me, the Dreamcast was all about... Because it was my very first console. I never had a console before I, before the Dreamcast. And when I first got it, the games I got were um, Jet Set Radio Future. I think it was just Jet Set Radio. I can't remember. And then there was uh, the whole slew of Army Men games for it. <laughs> and... I remember. I also fondly remember playing, you know, the usual Sonic Adventure, Crazy Taxi, and that Dreamcast lasted me for a good two years ish until I got a PS One, and then I stopped playing the Dreamcast. <laughs> but it was for, for for a while though. It was fun, although looking back on it, I really wish the controller were a bit smaller. Yeah, that controller looks really uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable as fuck. See, Jojo, you're just a lying piece of shit, aren't you? No, I think <laughs> maybe, maybe one of us just has, you know, odd hands, I guess, because the Dreamcast I was, controller I like, for me was comfortable. I, I think it's a controller was, that's better for people with big hands. Right. I was like eight, a kid, an Asian kid with tiny ass hands. You can imagine how that goes. Oh, Rip. wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> At least it, it like wasn't the original the Xbox controller. Remember that? Oh, yeah, that was the original, awesome. original one. Yeah, that one was I, I think I had one of those. Or two of those. <laughs> anyway, so, so are we done with that topic then? I mean Yeah. I mean that's uh, something I have no use. I have nothing no else to do. For the Dreamcast, while it was yeah, like it was like yeah, yeah like, like I said, when I first saw it, it like when I first saw I think this racing game on, I think it had the first Project Gotham racing on it. That was probably, in my opinion, the best-looking game on there because how realistic the cars looked and crap. <laughs> I'm trying to remember other Dreamcast games that I had, but I can't pull them out the top of my head. We'll get into that later, though. Yeah. Um, let's uh, move on to uh, number two here. Uh, what do you think of the graphics at the time of the Sega Dreamcast compared to competition like the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox? Um, yeah. You want, you want to go first, or? I, I yeah, sure. I guess. Uh, I, I'd say like graphical comparison, like yeah, the PS2 and the GameCube and Xbox, yeah, they were, they were way better than the Dreamcast, obviously. But the Dreamcast had its own little charm to it, if that makes any kind of sense. Like, like play like Street Fighter 3 Third Strike on a Dreamcast and then maybe go play, you know, the Xbox or PS2 version. And you'll kind of you'll kind of, you know, see what you'll kind of see what I mean about because because of how the Dreamcast is basically an almost like a clone of the Naomi arcade board or something like that. So it handled a lot of arcade games better. Than, than like PS2 or Xbox. It, like I said, the, the PS2, like like if you want to see the best comparison, look at like one of the best looking games on the PS2, like Metal Gear Solid 2 or 3 or something, then compare that to the Dreamcast and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I played some Dreamcast games and I'll freely admit that I, some of them looks really good. But... Admitted Nope, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Go for, go for it. No, like, ad admittedly, when I first got my Dreamcast, I was totally enamored with it. But when, but after I got other consoles from, like, Sony, PS1, PS2, PS1, you know, graphics were potato. The, the, as soon as I got my PlayStation 2 and the game started getting older and older, I started realizing, you know, maybe it's time for the Dreamcast to go. Yeah. Although I, it is a good system. It's just that you know it didn't age well. That's yeah, true. That's yeah, it true. didn't age well, and Especially it was marketed a bit poorly. And when the PS2 came out, it kind of like, kind of just blocked it entirely because I mean, I mean, it's, the console's limitations in comparison to something like the PS2 was just like, you know, it. I mean, graphically and you know like. In terms of other things, you know, it, it was just better to own a PS2. annihilated everything. Yeah, it annihilated, like, right. everything. It's like, like I said, the Dreamcast had its charms. Like, in fact, if I ever get Shenmue 3, I'm going to make a mod to where it makes the dream, the console, the graphics look all like a, like their Dreamcast counterparts of Shenmue 1 and 2. I'm going to, I'm going to try and do that. if I. So get. basically like Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary did. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's a good example. And push a button, and look, oh, it's all old. 
It looked good in it looked good on some games, but on other games, not so much. <coughs> Sonic Adventure. <coughs> it's funny how a first party title kind of looks so. Uh, what's the proper term here? Uh, dated, <laughs> like very dated. Yeah. Oh, like I know what they tried to do and all, but it. I mean, back then it may have been all cool, but when you look back on it now in 2017, it's just like, uh... yeah, it looks so dated. <laughs> Is it... <laughs> those animations though Sonic's <laughs> chubby cheeks freaking flapping all over in the cutscene just like Whoa. I have oh, played no. uh, I have played both Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 by the way and yeah, same here. Jesus Christ I played them both multiple times for different reasons trust me I can never escape those games I mean we'll talk more about it later probably but uh, I'll just tease it with this Big, Big the Cat still gives me fucking nightmares Oh, <laughs> let's I, go fishing. I just wanted to point out that someone's that I forgot who said it, but they mentioned Sonic's flapping cheeks. That was ju- I just want to say that was in the in the podcast, and it made me chuckle. <laughs> unlike Sonic, you don't chuckle. Yep. <laughs> unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. I'm hard as nails. I mean, there were some good-looking games on the system, though. I mean, Soul Caliber. Look, look, Shenmue looks Soul, pretty good. I mean, Soul Calibur, Shenmue, Skies of Arcadia. I had, I had, I think Shenmue three on my Dreamcast, but I never understood it because it's Japanese. There, Shenmue three is not even a thing yet. Yeah. You either had Shenmue one or two. You you finished your way. alternate universe. You finished your alternate universe uh, portal, didn't you? <laughs> I think can I did. Maybe. Can I borrow it? I want to. I want to unleash some caco demons. <laughs> I want to go to the universe where Panzer Dragoon Saga got a remake. <laughs> Let's not go into that, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was yeah, that one I had, game? I, I, uh... had a, I had a Shenmue game. I can't remember which one it was. What was that one game, like Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, whatever? That looked pretty good, actually. Like, yeah, on the system. yeah. It, it I never looked, played the it. The game it was itself awesome. was just okay, but it looked pretty good on the system. It did. Is that everything? Sounds like it. I think so. I, sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds All like right. it to me. No other opinions. Alright. Okay. Right. Here comes the good one. What was your most favorite and least favorite ge- Dreamcast game published on the system? Most favorite Sonic Adventure mm. 1, least favorite Sonic Adventure 2. Those are the only two Dreamcast <laughs> Dream games I've actually uh, played. Grotus, I believe the Sonic fanbase is now knocking down at your door. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. To be Have fair, you? I hate Sonic Adventures 2. It's terrible. Get get your pit torches and pitchforks out of here. In in all honesty, I kind of have to agree with Grotus. Two was pretty bad. It's dated. It's like, dated. Heavily. Oh whoa, hold on. Are we talking about Sonic Adventure Two? Yes. Yes. Oh boy. Oh no. We just opened here the floodgates. Here we go. <laughs> hold on. Game... Before wait. Before you go. Before you go. Before you go. My favorite, Sonic Adventure 1. I freaking love that game. Uh, least favorite, I didn't have too many goddamn games, so I'm just going to have to say, uh, burp or derp. There. Done. Good um, job. My, my I, most favorite... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. It's I you. hate Sonic Adventure 2. I oh. hate it. It is a piece of crap. Like, the two best things about it were the Chow Garden and the Sonic and Shadow stages. That was it. Everything else is a piece of shit. The story sucks. The bosses are garbage. I hate it. 
but I wonder if Sega, I wonder if someone from Sega will actually come across this podcast and be like, damn, this guy hates us. <laughs> I don't hate Freaking Sonic. Aaron I Weber mean, comes across it. I, I like freaking, um, uh, uh, Sonic, I like most Sonic games. Like, you know, Sonic Colors was fine. The old Sonic games, it's just Sonic Adventure 2. I never liked. Ever. At least it wasn't. At least it wasn't Shadow the Hedgehog or Sonic 06. No. Yep. No. <laughs> oh, there's someone just hopped in. Hey, Drillbit, it's about time you got here. Hello, Drillbit. You're Hello, muted. Drill. Um, His what? microphone is muted. Yes. Yes, I am here. All right, right. In- introduce yourself. <clears throat> well, yes, I'm Drillbit seven seven seven. Sorry. Yeah, he's a bit late, but it's okay. Yeah. Just gives you an NA. It's 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 all right. Uh, yeah. We were, we were just at topic number three, which is what was your most favorite and least favorite Dreamcast game published on the system? So go ahead, real bit. Oh, that's a hard one. But my favorite one would probably be Skies of Arcadia. It's honestly probably Good one game. of them. It's one of the most underrated RPGs ever made, and. And probably in one of the games that I wish Sega would make a sequel to. There's so many, there's honestly so many wasted potential games that Sega just left to die after the Dreamcast. Yup. More like Fantasy after the Star. <laughs> Fantasy Star. Rest in peace, Fantasy Star. Yeah. And the online too that we'll never get. Oh, actually, yeah. the PC version of Blue Burst you can play online. I'll link that to you after the show. Yeah, they announced the Switch version of Fantasy Star 2, and we still don't have it. In Japan. God damn it. This Ah. is why you guys need to learn Japanese. (laughs) I've tried. It's really freaking hard. Yeah, I'll just just learn a new language. Japanese. Probably the worst game. Probably the worst game on it is my least favorite game. I guess the Ring Terror's Realm. Oh yeah, that was like a real silly horror game. No, I'm, is... I'm I'm googling this. I want to find out what this shit is. Wait, hold on. It's a shame because a horror game based on the ring actually sounds like it'd be a cool idea. It was yeah, called the ring. What? Uh, just look up the ring Dreamcast game. That should get you get you get you to it. I didn't even know it had a game. The cover ring. looks awful. The, the ring, yeah. like, like the movie, the this ring. This is this yeah, was based back... off that. Wait, yeah. it's a fixed horror game, like fixed camera. Work. Yeah, this was back no. when Ringu was coming out in Japan. This could have actually been good. I mean, Why? maybe. It... The... No, you gotta explain this one to me. Why is this one awful? This could have been good. The bad graphics, the bad controls. Bad oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Bad, gra- bad voice bad... acting. Yeah. Oh, come on, that was a staple on the Dreamcast. What basically, it's a crappy... It's basically a crappy RE clone. It's like if someone with no budget tried to make a Resident Evil Code Veronica game. <laughs> Zombie oh, Revenge. That's the one. Maybe, Ooh. I mean, I think a, a ring game would be cool if they made it an adventure-style game. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps... Ooh. It was really dumb. I rem- I have I have fun- I remember that game. I might have to check that out on an emulator again just to see how it works. 
my Dreamcast is in storage in another city right now, so I can't. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to topic number four, right? Because I think we're all done, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, what's the name? So. <laughs> it's number <one> four! <laughs> it's no, it's 1pm. <laughs> it's no, it's 1am. God damn it! Is there, there a, specific... a specific Dreamcast game that is relatively obscure that you would like to see return in this current generation of games? Oh boy, I'm here gonna... we go. Oh, yeah. I believe the obvious answer is Skies of Arcadia. No, no, I'm gonna open this up with saying Yet Set Radio. That needs a remastered oh, yeah, version with shinier uh, graphics, you, you YOLO swag. Alright. They did, actually. I think they, I think they re-released it on Steam and it's Xbox Live, I think. No, no, yes, no. No, no, no. They need a better version that looks even prettier. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not the one on Jet Steam. Jet Radio Future? No? Oh, okay. No. no. The original Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio oh. Future was later on. Was poo. <laughs> I, think, I think a game or game series I would really like to be remastered and stuff would be the Army Men series. Because that was what got me hooked onto the Army Men series. I was Army playing Army Men's Arches Heroes on my, on my Dreamcast. <laughs> Hell that was yeah. way back when, and I, the the concept is really nice. They have, I think, a toy like a couple of toy based like first slash third person shooters out there on Steam, but they're all in early access and they all look and feel like crap. Just... Yeah, think think like the the army men from uh, the Toy Story movies, only a lot more violent. <laughs> yeah, it's like the RTS games feature flamethrower units, and one of the unit animations for dying is melting. Hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would like to see Zombie Revenge come back. That was a fun game. Yeah, really bad I voice acting, but fun. Yeah. It's pinnacle of bad voice acting, the game, right there. But it was awesome. Wait, worse than Resident Evil 1? Uh, th- that too. You were <laughs> almost a chill sandwich. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't you in the dining room to do some research? What are you doing here? <laughs> um, the game I would like to see come back. This is because I'm a fighting game fan, but I want to see like Capcom versus SNK two, like on PSN or or Steam or or Xbox Live or whatever, with fully functional is- online. I mean, with fully functional online play, like like it had on the original Xbox. Because that game had so many badass characters, it's just it's stupid not to have it online because it's so fun. <laughs> Ton, like tons of characters, man, from ver- like obscure ones from Capcom and SNK fighters. They even got uh one of the guys from oh god Rival Schools in there. Oh, this Sounds game had good. Guile in it. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, it did have guy. I think it had Charlie too, if I'm not mistaken. It's pretty uh, awesome. I don't see that, but I know it has. I know it has Chun Li and Cammy, so that yep. that's good enough for me. Oh, oh, and my girl Sakura. So that that's also a win. Yep, it's got it's got various Capcom and SNK waifus. So there you go. Oh, and the best Street Fighter character, um, which is obviously Dan Habiki. Yep, Duh. Dan Habiki <laughs> and Ken, the real best character. No, Dan is best character. So is everyone what feel are... done? 
Well, I haven't said like uh, thing. Uh, after the character debate, yeah, real. Why don't you say your thing and then we'll... yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, as, well, actually, as for relatively obscure games, maybe D two. I mean, it's a very weird. It's a very weird horror game, but. But it went pretty in depth with story and stuff. Oh I shit! Think. I forgot D two was a fucking Dreamcast exclusive. I've not played it. I I have played D, uh, uh, th like from yeah. uh, GOG. That was a really good game. How was D two yeah. though? Hmm. Wait, well, you get D two on GOG now? No, no just D one is D one. Oh. There's there's D Enemy Zero and D two. They're all they're all completely different, but they all share the same main character, right? And the, and enemy in enemy zero, you're kind of in enemy zero. You're basically avoiding aliens on the ship and trying to get from point A to point B. In D two, you crash land in the you crash land in some snowfield, and you're trying to get while there's monsters around. <laughs> Yeah, and I heard like the gunplay in that game was really good. Like it was way better than the first game. But I had no idea D one was even on PC, so I might check that out. Yeah, it's rel it's relatively it, short. It just came out on GOG like about half a month ago. It's fucking great. I remember I on I remember on the PlayStation version you couldn't even save. How much is it on GOG right now? Six dollars, six seven bucks, something along those lines. Not bad. I mean, on sale, it's, it's probably half. I mean, I remember. I mean, I remember like it got some pretty a pretty good following because it was a full it was a full FMV game. Mm hmm. It really was. It's also relatively creepy as shit sometimes. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even though its creator did pass away, I did want I do want to see another game, maybe yeah, D three. I I do agree with you, by the way. Like, thank thank you for bringing that game up because I almost forgot that was a Dreamcast ex exclusive. Yes, we need, or at at least somehow we should be able to play that, but not on the Dreamcast. Like maybe now on a you know a PC yeah. like remaster or whatever. Because I, mean, I really want to play I mean, it. I mean, it's not often we get to play more obscure horror games. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes. yeah. was that it? Yeah. All right, so, number five. Let's talk about VMU memory cards. This unique system allowed users to save data on their controllers, trade files on the memory card, show unique HUD displays with ammo, Count and health, and play little mini games on this device. What are your thoughts of what they tried to do with the VMU system being more helpful than a traditional memory card? And you guys are gonna have to answer this because I'm gonna have to take a piss. So uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't answer anything because I never have one of those. Uh, I've had a bunch of experience with those, like, uh, like, like in Resident Evil. It, they were useful in Resident Evil Code Veronica because remember how in other Resident Evil that if you want to see your health. You had to pause the game and look at your like inventory. Yep. In on the Dreamcast version of Code Veronica, it actually showed like you know the find, the caution, the danger, and the oh, little pretty. EKG meter on that's the screen. Yeah, same thing with yeah, same thing with uh, other survival horror games that that worked like Resident Evil, like Carrier. I don't know if you guys remember that game, and uh, 
on the I don't know if you ever seen you guys on, like on the VMU they got little buttons and stuff almost like a little tiny Game Boy almost almost and it almost looks like one of those little virtual virtual pet style things and uh some games you can download little mini games and play them on it like in Sonic Adventure you can take care of your little chow like a virtual pet in fact I think I got in trouble in high school for having that on me one time <laughs> it was really awkward yeah. And uh, there was this other game for the Dreamcast called uh, Time Stalkers. It's an it's a JRPG. It, this thing, this game took advantage of the VMU in the most because in that game, you could spend your gold to download little mini games, and it had tons of them for the VMU that you can play. There was one that was like a randomly generated dungeon crawler where you can move along and you know. You know, maybe fight an occasional monster when you get to the end and put the VMU back in your game. You can unlock new items and stuff for your characters. It had that, like, that game, Time 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 Stalkers, is probably the game that takes the most advantage of that simply because of the of the plethora of the VMU minigames. In fact, That's actually uh, pretty cool. I mean, yeah. in fact, I mean, Street Fighter Alpha 3 had something like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Finish. Um, Street Fighter Alpha 3 for the, you remember Alpha was going to have for, for the little thing for the pocket station where you can kind of like take your character on a world tour and level them up. But on the Dreamcast version, you can do that on the VMU, which I thought was kind of cool. Huh. In fact, hmm. in fact, in my opinion, Alpha Three on the Dreamcast is probably the best port of Street Fighter Alpha Three outside of the Alpha Collection on the PS2 and uh, an arcade ROM. Obviously, VMUs were so cool. I never I had mean, one of those. So it like, seems a bit gimmicky, but also seems like I'm surprised it's not like being done again. Uh, right. The Wii like, had a similar point. thing where you could uh, transfer save files via your controller. Yeah, which right. is actually really convenient, by the way. Yeah, the Wii yeah. U reminded me a lot of the cast with how it's got a screen on the controller and on that, and you you can play the games on there, and and when you're playing a game on the TV, it can act as a little HUD or something. Yeah, but that yeah. was also Behemoth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could beat somebody to death with one of those things. Oh yeah, you could probably <laughs> slap yeah. some. You could slap someone with a Wii U controller, and he would like fly across, like fly across like, the in room. room. Yeah, or, or get a nice, or get a nice big crack in his skull. All right, now it's starting to sound creepy, so we're gonna move on. <laughs> but That's yeah, if everyone's done. Uh, well, yeah. actually, I had something to say. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. But yeah, probably the best way of the VMU was with RE2 because it would show your health and then show it would show your health and your ammo count, which was neat because at least you didn't have to pause a lot. And they showed and I remember in caution mode, they actually when when you when in caution mode, there was the yellow and orange ones. When it was on yellow, it would show caution. And then when it was on orange, it would be caution, but it would be flashing. So at least because because on caution mode, whenever you're on yellow or orange, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know if you're on orange because Leon doesn't start limping until he's on until he's on red. So I oh, thought that was pretty neat. At least that at least so you wouldn't have to pause all the time. 
and Skies of Arcadia had this mini game where you would take the VMU with you, and then you complete a mini game, which would give you some extra stuff within the game. Right. It was cool when Code Veronica did that. Resident Evil Code Veronica had that the little VMU screen showing your health. Yeah, they had them in all the VM the the RE games of Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. The only, of course, the only problem is having to re, having to put in more batteries. You well, the actually... batteries the batteries only mattered if you were like taking the VMU out and playing the game. Like, if the battery is dead, you could still use the screen when it's plugged into the controller. Well, yeah, though I would use it. I would always take it out a lot just to do the Skies of Arcadia mini game. Hell yeah! But yeah. Anything else? My experience no. is lacking, so there you go. Same. I got nothing on this one. Yeah, I, I got, got nothing on anything. Either. I've, I've been solid the, the entire time. I have <laughs> nothing to say. <laughs> it's a first. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to number six, which is basically the same question that uh, uh, Ren wants to answer on uh, number four. He's, I think he's recycling here. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 is there any Dreamcast games to your Recollection that you picked the surface in HD remaster. I mean, me and Drill already went through a D two, so yeah, just yeah. put the D collection. Shenmue one and two. Put the D collection. Shenmue one and two. <laughs> the D yes, collection. and that was the limp. The game that interested me on the Dreamcast, they've already got an HD remaster, so I'm happy. I mean, Skies of Arcadia. There was a port on the GameCube, but it's never been released in HD. Good luck trying to find a copy of it, though. It's pretty yeah. expensive. I did, and I did end up just giving in and copying out a GameCube copy. Cost, it, of course, it did cost me seventy bucks. Damn, Jesus! Fuck! Jeez, you might as well just burn a Dreamcast copy. Yeah, yeah, but I'm it one is. of those people that'd rather just have an authentic one. Mm, fair enough. And plus, I got the GameCube version because the problem with the Dreamcast version is that when you're in the overworld, you get in random encounters happen all the time, which get annoying. Right. It's like, right. it's like if you played Final Fantasy X and every two seconds you go into a random battle. No, just no. Yep. That's the thing. I'm one of the few people who plays JRPGs that doesn't care about. I mean, I don't mind random battles as long as they're done right. But right. that's for another topic. Yeah. Oh, Martin, you're you're muted. Uh oh. I thought you guys were like gonna talk about fucking HD masters and shit. <laughs> Well, we kind of already did with the other question. I don't really yeah. have. But yeah, as, but yeah. No, no I, one is saying Shenmue. That one's a bit different. No I said Shenmue. Shenmue. We said Shenmue. Okay. I heard okay. someone say Shenmue one and two. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Okay, if we're just throwing out games, I guess, I guess all the Capcom fighters, like Project Justice and uh, Techromancer, Pro, um, Power Stone. Those were awesome. Power oh my Stone, gosh, yes. Power Stone, yes. Yeah, Power, Power Stone, Stone 1, man. Power Stone 1 and 2 did get ports on Crazy PS3. Taxi, we need a remake where you drive over Renegade. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the crazy, crazy Taxi remake is basically just 
did you grab Steel Attacks in GTA? What's funny is oh, yeah. that I play I played the Simpsons ripoff first before I ever played Crazy Taxi. Simpsons hit and run. Yeah. No Road Rage. I think that was Road Rage. Oh, no um, Road Rage. Yeah, Road Rage. Because there, this one you're only in the car. Hit the run was a, actually good though, but I mean that's there, that's yeah. there is a very good free port of the original Crazy Taxi you can download on your phones right now. It's oh really? It's even oh. got the op- yeah, it's even got the offspring music. It's but it's free, so there's just ads every now and then, but you could pay like two dollars to make the ads mm. go away, I think. But it's Wee. worth it. They even got the offspring music back in there. Oh, oh shit, I forgot about there was one other game I forgot about. I should have said it for number four, but there was go Ill ahead, Bleed. Go ahead, go ahead. I That's remember Ill Bleed. That's it, came out like at the end of the Dreamcast life cycle. It's kind of it's not really what I would. It's it is kind of a horror game, but it but there's like tons of blood and gore in it, but it's to an exaggerated amount. Yeah, it's, Based, it's one of those horror comedy games almost. Yeah. Holy shit! The cover looks fucking creepy as shit. Yeah. Is that a freaking baby head? Wait, what? What is this called? What's, what, what's the I game am... called? Ill bleed. I forgot. The cover of I, this thing. It, Jesus Christ. One of the. I just typed the name in the chat in case you. That looks fucking awful. Oh, okay. <laughs> hmm. It's what one of those games. What the fuck, you're not to... fuck is that shit? Yeah, you're not supposed to take it seriously. It's one of those ones if you're like a B a B horror B B movie horror fan buff or whatever. I don't know why, but but yeah, there were a lot of cool things. But yeah, oh, there was. Oh, this game! I remember reading about this. Yeah, it's but a yeah, horror comedy. Yeah, comedy. you had two di- a bunch of different stages in the game. Like the first, like you had a stage where you went through a hotel, an old an old movie theater. Also, you went through a department store, and even like and even a factory. Jeez, I want to play this but, game some more. But yeah, one of the funny thing is like one of the bosses you fight in the game is like an obviously rip off of Sonic. Well, he's a homage <laughs> to Sonic. Uh. <laughs> is he undead? <laughs> he's well, he's supposed to be evil. Oh. It's his evil clone, Shunik. It's Sanic. No, Sanic is a different entity. Gotta go slow. <laughs> Gotta, Gotta go, go slow. <laughs> Zap to the extreme. Oh wait, wrong one. <laughs> but yeah, I, I must proceed at a high or... And one got yeah. anything else? But Not yeah, really I'd really say really. I'd like I'd like for that to go to at least get an HD remaster, mainly yeah. because there's not really any other horror games like it. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on to seven. The Dreamcast was Sega's last console before completely bowing out to it. <coughs> Sorry, console market with the rise of the PlayStation Two. Under these conditions of Sega's demise on the hardware front, why do you think they were led to this point? And uh, what could they have done to uh, rectify the errors of Saturn and Dreamcast? Do you think Sega going to the route of DVD drives, uh, which allow more games for third-party developers, would have saved the console? They used a special GD-read-only disk drive, unlike the popular DVD-ROM that Sony and Xbox used. Uh, that's hard to say, really, because, you know, the GameCube made it through, and they had their smaller discs. Mini DVDs. Yeah. 
So it, it really depends. I think the problem with the Dreamcast was that they didn't have all that many exclusives, to be honest. Yeah, that's uh, a big part third of third-party development. Yeah, and most of them were just like arcade ports anyway, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what killed. Them. I'll tell you what killed the Dreamcast: piracy. Yep, I I honestly remember about how that happened because uh, there was this magazine that released like a cheat code disc or something. Action replay. Oh yeah, yep. that's true. What yep. it did was it made this back door in the Dreamcast, but the thing is, it could uh, allow you to basically play anything. I want it. I mean, and it was only in that demo disc. By the time the official action replay disc was released, they fixed it, but the damage was already done. Yeah, yeah people were finding people were trying to get copies of that older disc, and they went on eBay for like hundreds of dollars and shit. I wonder, were DVD burners that frequent back in the 90s or early 2000s? No. I don't think so. They were still frequent enough. But I think a DVD drive would have, probably would have helped them because from what I understand, that was what pushed, that was one of the things that got Sony really ahead at the time was that DVD drive because... Until then, in Japan, DVD players were uncommon, and the PS2 was cheaper than any other DVD player. Oh, but yeah, yeah. and that's that, only yeah. like twenty percent of the reason why the PS2 annihilated everything. Yeah, so but think, yeah, so, that's, so that I just mean, shows that's... how powerful PS2 was. I mean, PS2 was half the reason, though. The other reason was Sega themselves, since they burned a lot of people with Saturn and Sega CD and 32X. Was was Bernie Stolar still the CEO at the time of the Dreamcast release? Because if he was, that would really explain a lot, because that guy was a goddamn moron. All right. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. But but yeah, yeah, basically they jumped the gun too quick with Sega Dreamcast, and they probably should have just waited a year to give it a DVD drive. I mean, it really... I mean, they did have a lot of good games on it. It's just that they just wanted that early advantage for against PS2. Yeah. But yeah, and also, and also it came out way too soon after Dreamcast. Yeah, after Saturn, I mean. And the Saturn itself is a whole different ballpark of stupidity. Yep. It's a yeah, good system, yeah. though a lot of its best games are Japan only. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's the mm-hmm. truth. Alright, let's move on though, shall we? Right? So we're halfway through. We're halfway through. Go team! <laughs> go team! Most awesome <laughs> podcast I've done. Because I know you act shit about the console, but here we go. Alright. What if you could exclusive Sega had at the time as killer apps? E.D. Shinmu, Soul Calibur 1, Sonic Adventure, and Resident Evil Code Veronica are good examples. Not many exclusives, but the ones they had were pretty good. Code Veronica, for man. Sonic Adventure. Yeah, Code Veronica is one of the best uh, Resident Evil games. Probably. Probably awesome. Like, in my humble opinion, Resident Evil Code Veronica was one of the better Resident Evil games in the entire series. And Soul Calibur 1, that was like the best examples of showing, you know, how to bring a full-blown high-end arcade game home into the, you know, at home pretty much. Kind of like what Neo Neo was trying to do. Honestly, Sega, I mean, Sega did have a really good launch. Probably one of the better U.S. launches. 
I mean, you had Blue Stinger, House of the Dead, Hydro Thunder, also Sonic Adventure, Soul Calibur, Power Thunder. Stone. I remember that one. I mean, usually I most Hydro Thunder. Usually, most launches are just shit games. Oh, shoot your rocket! I played that actually. Choo -choo that was good. Hell. Look up shoot shoot your rocket. It's great. It's a fun little puzzle. It's a fun little puzzle game. They made it on the GBA also, and it's a pretty good port. Oh, those things. Yeah, I remember that. Like like I'm... like everyone said, uh, Soul Calibur One, Resident Evil Code Veronica, and Sonic Adventure. Perfect killer apps Shin, for that thing. Shenmue. Shenmue. Oh, Shenmue. I mean, the games I really like on it are. I mean, the games I really like aren't killer apps, or they just came out at the end of the life cycle. Basically, by then, everyone had probably either thrown out their Dreamcast or just gotten a PS2 or Xbox or GameCube. Right. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. All right. Cool. Same here. Uh, yeah. All right. So. Number nine. Do you think we'd ever see a Dreamcast Mini in the future with the rising su success of Nintendo marketing previously created consoles that are in high demand like the NES and SNES Mini? I don't think so. I think oh. it's more likely we'd just see a, a HD collection or something of their, of their exclusive games. If you know I'd what like I mean. A, I'd like a like, Genesis yeah. one. Yeah, like a collection I, or whatever, because we've already had a Dreamcast collection, right? Those like four games right. or whatever. I think yeah, we see yeah. something similar yeah. to that, but with more games. Yeah. It, it, like instead. Yeah. Though, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have though. Like maybe someone could make like something with a Raspberry Pi and a pla and a and what do you call a PD printer? I mean, yeah. plus, I mean, plus, I'm not the biggest fan of the Dreamcast controllers. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like I didn't like the design or the le or the analog stick they had for it. Man, that, that, what's up with the hatred for that controller, man? It was so comfy to use, man. Maybe maybe I do have big ass maybe. Hands or something. Not for fighting games. I loved it for fighting games, man. I I remember jamming that thing with MVC two and Street Fighter three and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I yeah. Think like you said, a, a collection would probably be a better move. And plus, it'd probably be far more expensive compared to SNES or NES. Because at least with the SNES and NES, you can store a, bun a lot more games since the games are smaller in Dreamcast games. Yeah. Or at least 600 to maybe 900 mega, 800 megabytes. Some of them can get up to a gig, actually. I think, I think the discs for... Uh... I think the, the disc for Sonic Adventure 2 was a was like a whole gig and a half, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Code Veronica was two discs. D2 was four discs. Yeah. Damn! Shenmue 2 was four for. discs. Shenmue 1 was four discs, too, actually. Way back when, games used to run on discs. Uh, I don't know no, if... when they uh, used to run on smaller discs. Actually, yep. uh, I'm actually planning on getting a Dreamcast soon. Uh... Which is ironic. Uh, I have a I have a question that's very off topic. All right. Okay. Was the Dreamcast region free? 
No, oh. it's region lock. But if you but if you have the burn mo but uh, if you have the but if you can just burn a disc, you I think it, you have to burn a certain disc that can allow you to swap games and make them region free. Yeah, get yeah. an action replay disc or just. Oh, burn so it's very play. easy to unlock. Yeah, so very I mean, easy. Like at the most, you, you'll, if you just yeah. want to unlock regions, all you need is maybe one CD. You just have you have to check the model though, because yeah, cause... The, the, some of the later models can Sega block them out. Yeah, because um, uh, here's so so here's the thing: Shenmue One is expensive as shit over here. Right. So I figured I might just buy uh, the uh, the Asian version, but <laughs> the the problem there is that uh, you know I don't know if it if the console like is region free or whatever the fuck. So you know. I mean, I'd say also get Illbleed, but it's extremely expensive here in the West. Yeah. I'll just import my shit. Plus, I kind of preferred how the drink, the European drink has covers look compared to US. Yeah, they look a little better. Oh yeah, is it like the light a different color? The little, the little LED when you turn it on, isn't it? Or something? Isn't, isn't swirly blue in like other regions? Like in like in, yeah, in blue Europe. Yeah, in Europe it's blue. In in America it's red. I think in Japan it's 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 something else. I think it's green or something. <laughs> All right, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. So the recastle's priced at one hundred and ninety nine bucks in the US and two hundred pounds in Europe. How do you feel about Sega having a very low price console against competitor odds? Oh, costs. Sorry, I think it definitely helped. Yeah, it helped in the launch. That's for sure. Low. Good games on launch plus low bar plus plus low bar entry helped a lot. Like relatively, relatively cheap for a console. So like, wow. Yeah. Like, wish you wish you could get it that easily now. <laughs> like, no oh console is priced like that. The only thing that even comes close is the Switch, but that's like like three hundred bucks. In the in the I game, mean, that was. But again, it's inflation. The original, the original Wii came out at two fifty. Yep, the GameCube was one ninety nine when it came out. <laughs> but the the GameCube came out way later than the Dreamcast did, didn't it? Yeah, it came yeah. out like two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one. That was like that was like, so like a couple tail months end of Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Pretty much, yeah. Like the Dreamcast was just petering out at the time. In the end of its lifespan. In the end of Sega's console run. Don't <laughs> <laughs> even really knows what it is. What did you say? <laughs> I said, in, and now even Relog doesn't know what it is. Oh, yeah. I just got really confused about that music, that's all. But yeah, I don't see the mini happening mainly because of higher costs. Yeah, we're not and, even on that question. We and, were on about the freaking Dreamcast being yeah. priced very cheaply. <laughs> I brain farted. <laughs> but yeah. That's what that. So that's what that smell was. Okay. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, the price was good at least for the time. I mean, nowadays a console price at two hundred bucks would freaking make news. Yeah. yeah, because for I mean, a console again for a console that is cheap. 
Yeah, it is. Even for it's a handheld of... now, it's that's cheap, kind of... Then again, you have to think now it's kind of like inflation, too. Well, that's for everything, though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have freaking Microsoft and their stupid X-Bone being at, like, 500 bucks. Yeah, I am not buying one of those. <laughs> I'll only buy one of those if I can somehow get it dirt cheap, like, less than $100. <laughs> Like get anyways, a clearance or something. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> eleven. All right. So, what do you think of news of studios and fans still making games for the Dreamcast? I think personally, it's a waste of time and uh, put Dead it in. A, and uh, in that case, put put that shit on PC. I'm just like, why? <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Well, that's the thing. It's like a nice little hobby that people make, like. Like, in their spare time, they make these cool little, sh like, it's mostly, like, shooter games and, like, side-scrolling shooter games. Like, I think they made one that was a lot like Metroid. I was, like, a open-world 2D explorer game where you're, like, I heard that one was, I can't remember, I can't remember what it was called, but it was just someone, a game that someone made in, like, 2011, I think. I think it's great, though, that people still make uh, games for the console. It shows that the, the console was actually loved by people and that they uh, would have loved to see it actually be successful. If Yeah, if anything, I would say that, like, because the Dreamcast was so easy to program for, like, I think it opened a lot of doors for people who wanted to get started into programming. Like, they probably, like like, show that off and maybe... Maybe takes maybe like get inspired by that by that to learn other programming courses and I mean, eventually get jobs in the gaming industry. I mean, even like indie devs porting games of Dreamcast like Vulgar the Viking. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember there was a Dreamcast board of that game. Someone should actually someone should try porting Sonic Mania on Dreamcast. I would love to see that. I'm pretty sure someone could make it could make it work, assuming Sega doesn't try to put a does doesn't try to be cease and, cease and desist. In which case, Sega doesn't do DMCA's. Are you no, kidding? No, that would be an intentional. Except, except when it's Fantasy Star. Yeah, oh, no, blame, blame Japanese Star. Sega for that. Yeah, because those idiots don't know how to release a goddamn sequel in America, despite the fact there's a freaking trailer for PSO two that's been out for years. I'm still salty about that. Fuck you, Sega. Fuck you. I'm, I'm salty you, about do that. Do you guys too. not? Do you guys not like money? Is that the thing? Yeah, they're just like, in Are you talking about Fantasy Star Online? Money. Fantasy Star Online Two was out in Japan. It got a, a like a Western release trailer, but it never came out in the West. And that was five yes. years ago. Yeah. with Ark Slayer and play their servers. I just I just play PSO Blue Burst on a fan server, and everything's all right. But as oh, I was saying, for the record, I actually do own PSO too, and I do play it because I understand but, what they say. What I was ah. saying before that Sega's not really one to cease and desist much because I mean, if you want to talk about DMCA's, go to Nintendo side. Ugh. Yeah, but Sega was kind enough to bring freaking actual fans to program for Sonic Mania. An official Sega game should really speak miles mm -hmm. to what they think. So yeah, yeah. So we should like. There should be Fantasy Star fans promote promote uh coming to Sega about letting them handle a new Fantasy Star game. Mm hmm. Oh, make a Dreamcast port of it too. 
because you can through dial up and there is a broadband adapter for the dreamcast you can still get it online i mean there is a lot you could i mean there is a lot you could do with the dreamcast but yeah it's at least neat it's neat they're still making games or at least for enthusiasts that's well, all that's i got all on that <laughs> yeah same here uh, other than release pso2 here in america sega you idiots yes hashtag fuck you sega Hashtag, I have that installed on my computer right now. Can't read Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. speak anime. What's the next I question? I speak anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's yeah, the next question now? You were saying, Will? What was the next question? Oh. That's, that, uh, that's what uh, I was Number 12, what do you think of the design of the Dreamcast controller consoles, special edition consoles, and any specific accessories being utilized Ooh. for the system? I know of one special edition, co edition console, and that's the Hello Kitty console. Oh, God. Oh, God. In Japan. Yep, that was, I think that was in Japan. Yeah, it's, yeah. it actually looked great, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, they used a poor quality uh, plastic, I think it was, or uh, the color or something, because it can still get some damage, you know, just like the PS2. Um, not PS2, I mean, probably the probably the code probably the code Veronica one was the best, mainly for the transparent red. Ooh, I, have, Ooh. I don't think I've ever seen that one. You gotta send me a picture of that one. It's, it's in, in the chat. chat. Yeah, the problem is is that it's extremely rare. That looks pretty nice. I like yeah, it a lot. Oh, you know something I just remember with the Dreamcast, damn. though? Any, anyone remember the loud noises it would make when it tried to load from the disc? Yeah, yeah. like it would beep, it would go... <laughs> like a robot. It did help a lot. I mean, it was helpful for Skies of Arcadia, because at least it would tell you when random you know, battles like, were happening. I got, but I couldn't do it because of the damn grinding. Like, I muted the TV... Do, 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 do. Turn it off! Are you playing Dreamcast again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mom. You control me. <laughs> you better come down here right now, young man. <laughs> yeah, my mom. My mom had a Bostonian accent too, and everything. There was be when I turned on the PS2, and like you just hear like did, and it's just like. And 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 then, and then my father comes into like living room at like six a.m. Are you playing PlayStation again, boy? <laughs> yes. Boy. Yeah, Dad. That looks really Sakura good. Wars. That one yeah. right there, the Sakura, the so I forgot Sakura what that. Wars. Yeah, Sakura Wars. I couldn't. This remember. is so anime. Oh man, if Moogle could see this one. <laughs> yes. but, yeah. This, they also made another one, the Stars Edition. That one. Not that one I wish I had the, the the stars one with the stars logo on the lid. That looks so cool. Stars. Is yeah. Oh no. But yeah, the Triggered special edition Resident Evil special. The special editions are really cool. I'm just not a fan of the controller. I don't remember Maybe. having any problems with the controller, like you know, back then. But that was just me. I just don't like the D pad or the analog. I could probably beat someone to death with that thing. Damn! You can wait, 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 somebody wait, wait. to death with a Duke controller. No, 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 no! Put that thing in a sock. Tie the sock <laughs> on like. <laughs> How his, do you put that thing in a sock? It's freaking huge. Put that thing That's in like a huge. That's what she said. Sock. Hey. <laughs> put that thing know. in a huge sock. Uh, 
<laughs> Tape it like, on a pole and then like swing around with the pole. You can beat someone to death. With that I mean, I like that. You can use it as a as like a I, flame. I mean, it can't be worse than that. Oh it'd god, be, the uh, OG like Xbox controller. It'd be like that scene in Full Metal Jacket where where the where the guy gets beaten in his bed with the socks that I think have rocks in them or something. <laughs> like do that. That's yep. brutal. Yeah. It really is holy shit. Yeah, huh. look at the jagged points on the bottom of that thing, man. You swing yeah. that hard enough. I see. You put, you put I, I see Xbox that. took some inspiration from it. Yeah. yeah. Xbox had a lot of inspiration from the Dreamcast, if you think about it. It had a Microsoft OS. It was the first one to have built in online. The controllers Dream. were kind of the same, similar. Yeah, I mean, anyways. So... Anyways, sorry, go ahead. But yeah, oh, it was the Dreamcast was built with Microsoft OS installed. Windows CE, I think it was called. Yeah. What, Windows Creative Edition? Yeah. Console <laughs> Edition. I thought it was like Imagine. Combat Evolved, like Halo. Microsoft's <laughs> Combat Evolved. Yes. <laughs> funny, funny thing, <laughs> I think... Uh... Early on in Halo's lifespan, I think they were thinking, at least for a little bit, of making a Dreamcast port of it back when it was, uh, back when it was, they were thinking of making it a strategy game. Halo. Cool. And then, and then like, look at present day, you've got Halo Wars and Halo Wars 2. I remember. Wasn't there an accessory for Sega bash, bass fishing? The fishing rod. Yep, the fish yeah. fishing controller. What did Seaman have? The microphone. The microphone. Oh, weird, no. The weirdest fucking game ever made. Seaman. That that freaking weird ass game where you oh, raise yeah, with a the, fish like, with that realistic creepy face. And, and it's like, talking to you. And it's learns about you. Oh, and it's narrated by Leonard Nimoy. Yep, and the fish learns about you as it talks to you, like it like it remembers things about you. I mean like echo the yeah, it remembered I liked I liked Streets of Rage. I swear to God. I mean, that was the era where Sega had a lot of weird games, like Echo the Dolphin. Oh, Final Boss oh. was horrifying. Echo Defender of the Future was is date is a very dated game. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> I never beat that game. I'd like to beat. I'd like to play it sometime. Yes. Anyways. So, else? nah, we're just going to move on to another question. Okay. Compared to other Sega consoles exclusively, where would you rank the Dreamcast? Uh, comparing it to Saturn, Genesis, Master System, Sega CD, etc. Uh, I'd say uh, nothing will be able to beat the glorious fucking uh, Mega Drive, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Still the same I don't console. have any other old consoles, so Dreamcast is just going to the top of the list and my Above list of the one, Saturn. one console. Above the Saturn 32X. Genesis is the best one. No, uh, let's see. Above Saturn, 32X, CD, like, and definitely below Genesis slash Mega Drive because Genesis slash Mega Drive actually had good games, a lot of publicity. Yep. And it, it had, and Dreamcast definitely had, like, you know, more, way more than the Saturn did, at least outside of Japan. But it still does not hold a candle to, you know, Genesis Mega Drive. And Master System, I have no idea what to think. Did anyone really play that? I have one actually. I have it for Fantasy Star One. 
I mean, Master System was a thing, but it's, honestly, it was just kind of there. It was popular in Brazil and the UK, though. The, that's because the UK loves Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. That's not, that, that's not even an exaggeration. Over in the UK, Sonic is the more popular one. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'd say Dreamcast is under Genesis, mainly because I'm not a fan, mainly because I don't really like Saturn that much. There are some good games for it, but it kind of, but yeah, it's like, but it's in that awkward era between Genesis, between Genesis and, and Dreamcast. I'd say it's up there for me, like. Like up there with the Genesis and maybe below them the Game Gear simply because a lot of games on the Game Gear I thought were fun to play. I never really played a Saturn and the only Master System game I ever really liked besides Alex Kidd was Fantasy Star 1 and maybe that Golden Axe game that they had on there that was like an RPG. Hi. Hi. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> or a good day to the U.S. peoples. For fuck's sake. But, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've ever known anyone who's taken a CD or a 32X. I knew someone who had a Sega CD. I'd go to his house all the time to play Sonic CD. <laughs> think they were like, actually, a good game. There Here's was like the thing three... with the CD, right? It was actually, like, it had good games for it, but it was just the concept of the entire thing was just like, nah, nah, go fuck yourself. It had very few good games. The others are just really weird, or just not yeah, but good. There were some games different. there that was actually pretty fucking good. They're well, either... yeah, that, I'm not denying that. They're mm -hmm. either just shit FMV games. Um, oh, oh, Sega CD had uh, Lunar, the Lunar series. Yeah, yeah. Lunar's 1 and 2. Lunar. Those are underrated... <laughs> Those are underrated classics of the ages. Hell yeah. There's, like, Snatch There's also Snatcher. Snatcher, hell yeah. Seriously, if y'all want a good underrated JRPG, Lunar 1 and 2. Yes. Either on Sega CD or their PS1 remakes. Like, you know, yep. fucking play them. They're great. And PSP as well. That's only for the first game, though, which is weird. I don't know why Lunar... Like you know, Silver Star Story kept getting all the goddamn remakes. Like it, like Lunar Two deserves something. Come on, yeah. <laughs> that's well, a game that that's a game that needs to freaking get revived. Is Lunar, if, if only. All right, final question. Right. Oh spit! Dun, dun, dun. Da, 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 da. I don't know what the fuck that was. So we're just gonna move on. Nah, 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 What's nah, the most nah. fun memory you had? As a Dreamcast owner, would it be the games or revolutionary ways the console appeased you at the time? The games. Uh, talking the about games. it right here. The games, honestly. And not only that, but also that surprisingly satisfying startup screen. Yeah, I love the little... I have that as my text alert on my phone. <laughs> like, Dreamcast and PS1 will always, to me, have the best startup screens ever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think... I think what, what really revolutionized me for the console was not only the game library, but uh, its internet capability. Because I honestly remember, like, because back then I had a really shitty computer. I was like 19, it was like 2001. I still had a Windows 95, 75 megahertz computer that I could just do schoolwork on. I was able to browse the web on that thing for a while, and it was pretty good. I had a control, I had a keyboard and everything. 
my fondest memory about the Dreamcast is remembering it existed today. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, uh, talking about it right here. Twenty seventeen, uh, still thinking. <laughs> I would probably be playing Virtual Cop with my buddies back in the day. Oh yeah. Also, Relox is just silent. He's our recorder. I am no, I'm not. But I have nothing to add. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he didn't I even know what it was. Nope. I mean, the most fond memories I have are probably playing the Soul, probably playing Soul Calibur, and also Skies of Arcadia and Resident Evil and the and Ill Bleed. Is that it? Should uh, be. Yeah. Well, everyone really have anything to add. I'm going to allow everyone to plug themselves. DJ, you're up. What? Oh. Yeah, come and find me on YouTube. My name is DJ Plays, also known as DJ Plays Trash Crew, because I play a lot of Siege now, and I have a crew called Trash. Hey. Find me on YouTube, but that's really all me. The only place you can find me is on YouTube. I might be moving into Twitch sometime soon, once I get my streaming software working and the schedule. But until then, it's just YouTube and Rainbow Six Siege for me. Everyone's moving to Twitch. <laughs> Everyone is. Drill, where can we find you? Probably on, oh, just on Twitter at DrillMid777. Alright, perfect. Grotus, fuck your shit. You can find me on YouTube under the name Alpgrotus, closing in on the 1K. And you can also find me on uh, Twitter with the same handle and on Twitch by the name Grotus. Alright, perfect. Inferno! Y'all can find me on Twitter at InfernoDragon 3D and on YouTube and Twitch as InfernoDragon343. Also follow me on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook? Facebook? Fa Facebook page. Like, do you not know pa what pages exist? No. Facebook? Facebook. MySpace? Anyway, anyway, same name as YouTube and Twitch. There you go. Done. Next. Okay, you can find me <laughs> on YouTube, uh, Italian Stallion 330. I'm closing in on 6K, and uh, Twitter, uh, IT Stallion 330. Hey, nice. Vlogs! Martin! Alex, Martin. Where can we find our podcast recorder for, you know? <laughs> Probably outside your door when I'm going to kill you. Uh oh. <laughs> Alright, Jojo, your turn. My turn? Is that what yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Lost Jojo. I occasionally shitpost Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and okay, try to find lost animals uh homes and I'm also on YouTube, um uh the Mr. Bastard Gamer, and I'm also on uh the Skyver uh TF two group on steam where you'll see me probably playing probably shit trolling in in the dust bowl server in that group see you there maybe i'm also approaching i'm not even approaching a thousand subs on youtube but mr bastard gamer if you want to check me out all right meanwhile you can find me on uh youtube uh under psycho render or uh, you can find me on twitter at psycho render I I I mean I can I contributed to nothing so don't even bother looking me up. I'm good. All right. <laughs> yes. 
Podcast over. Go home, everyone. <laughs>